Hey there, John Morris here, and welcome to another episode of The John Morris Show. And in this episode, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. So most of the time, I spend talking about more kind of how-to type material. And in this episode, I want to change it up a little bit. And I want to pump you up. (laughs) That's my little Hans and Franz attempt. But I want to hopefully provide you with some motivation because, and the reason that I'm doing this is because I get a lot of questions, as you can imagine, through Facebook, Twitter, email, all of the different places that people can contact me. And I find that there is a trend among the types of questions that I get and what's really behind them. And then I also get a lot of people who contact me and tell me, what they've been able to do as a result of some of the things that they've learned from me and so forth. And again, there's a trend among the people who are still struggling and the people have that have been able to get over that hump and actually make that change and that transformation and start moving quickly down their career path as a web designer, web developer, freelancer, so forth. So I want to address that in a sense and the the way for me to do that really is to try to motivate you ultimately to believe in yourself and if you want to know the big secret about behind everything that I do that's it so I know that content is valuable and the topics that I cover are valuable and they help answer questions and so forth but really my goal isn't to teach you some new magic trick or technique that's going to suddenly give you some sort of results. My big secret behind what I'm doing is actually trying to answer every question that you have, eliminate every roadblock and every excuse that you could use to not take action in order to get you to start taking action. Because I know when you do, whether or not you implement the techniques that I'm showing you perfectly, if you are if you're taking action, you're going to get some results, you're going to learn and you're going to be able to figure it out because the truth is you are smart enough. You are good enough, you are capable of doing this. And so I want to attack all of the things that you could allow to get in your way and eliminate them to make it as easy as possible for you to take action. So I create a lot of content, but at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is trying to motivate you and inspire you. And so in this episode, I actually want to do that directly. And so what I'm going to talk about is I want to talk about some people that have emailed me or they've written me, messaged me on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, and have told me their story. And I want to do that. My goal isn't to to sit up here and talk about how I know all this stuff and how great I am because it could really come off that way if I don't address this. That's not my goal at all. I mean, I do want you to trust me and trust the things that I'm telling you, but more than anything else, I want you to trust yourself. I want you to know that, you know, if you take action, if you go for it, you can get what you're after. And there's people that are out there doing that right now. And I want to tell you a little bit about what they've written and told me so that you can see that people are actually out there doing it. Now, yes, there is 
there is something to be said for your approach. And the things that I teach you are about taking the right approach. And you can make small tweaks to what you're doing to have more success with the action that you're taking. There's definitely something to be said for that. However, more than anything else, it's just about getting out there and doing it and believing in yourself and believing that you can have success doing this. All right, so with all that out of the way, let me go ahead and dive into some of these stories. And what I want you to do as I'm telling you stories is I want you to try to imagine your situation and what you're going through and relate it to these stories and what these people have had to face and had to go through in order to uh, get to where they wanted to go. Because you can see, if you if you really do that, you can see that they could have, there's a lot of excuses they could have used to stop themselves from taking action, but they didn't. And I want you to then apply that to the things that you see in front of you that could be potential roadblocks that could stop you from taking action. And I want you to understand that you can overcome them, whatever they are. You can get over them, you can keep moving forward, you can take action, and you can get the results that you're after. All right, so let's dive into this first one. And this is really the inspiration for why I wanted to do this. I received this one today, and it really kind of struck me, and so I wanted to share it with you. So it starts off, it says, My name is Nando, and I live in a small town called Wellingboro in England. I've been following your tutorials for some time now, and I actually learned PHP with them, and now I am confident enough to write the scripts on my own and pick up frameworks like Laravel and others with very little effort because of the knowledge learned. I really do think this is down to your teaching method. I recommend you along with Codecademy for others trying to be serious coders and developers. Also, thanks to your videos and articles on how to create a proper workflow and attitude towards web development, I have created a successful freelance career to support my wife and three children. So thanks again and keep going. Now that really struck me. When, when people talk about kids, it really that really hits home for me because everything that I do is about my wife and kids. It's not just about being able to provide for them. It's about being able to spend more time with them. Now, there's a lot of reasons why those things are important to me, and I'll get to my story in a minute, but those things really stick out to me. Someone being able to do what they love and provide for their family. That's what really means a lot for me. That's what I want to be able to enable for you. Whether you have a family yet, or it's your future family, or... Maybe it's just you and, and your pets, whatever it is. I want to enable that for you. I want you to be able to have that sort of freedom to live your life how you want to be able to live it. And so it's definitely possible. You know, Nando talks here about being living in a small town in England. You know, you don't have to be some well-known person. You don't have to be from a big city. You don't, there's, there's no reason that anybody anywhere in the world with an internet connection can't do this. It's all there. It's all available. And Nando provides some proof for that. All right, so let me go on to this next one. It says, this is the first time I am writing a message of this kind, so I'll try to keep it short and in subject. Big respect for what you do in your videos. They have been of great help to me and helped me pull through the barriers that I set in order to land my first customer. 
I was constantly thinking I didn't know enough in order to pull off a full project. Now I wanted to talk about this one because of that last piece. You know, uh, this is from Arsene and Arsene specifically says, helped me pull through the barriers that I set. And I think that's a huge recognition. Most of the barriers that we see in front of ourselves, when we look at them, we see them as not ours, as something somebody else has done to us or the world has done to us. When in reality, they're all in our head. Now, there may be some legitimate truth to some of them, but the idea that they can't be overcome is all in our head. And so Arsene was able to overcome them to land his first customer. To me, that's huge because your first customer is, that's a big deal. I know for me, when I landed my first client and was able to deliver for that, finally deliver for a client and uh, see that I could do it, that was a huge thing for me. Things quickened after that because I just simply had a lot more confidence. And then finally, he talks about one of the big things that I always talk about was he thought that he didn't know enough in order to pull off a full project. And that's a huge one. A lot of developers think that they have to know everything before they can take off, take on their first client. And it's absolutely not true. No developer knows everything, especially even if you look at seasoned developers, if you go all the way back to when they took their first client or first job or first paid project, I guarantee you they didn't know everything. They didn't know, they probably at the time thought they didn't know enough too. And what you realize when you start taking clients, when you start doing paid work, is that you don't need to know everything. You need to know a very specific range of things to deliver a very specific result. And if you can do that, you can get started. And most developers that are out there probably know enough to get started right now. There's probably nothing you need to learn in order to get started for a very specific result that you're going to deliver. So again, don't let that be a roadblock and take action and know that you can do it. You are smart enough. You are good enough. You can do it. All right. Next, uh, and this is the kind of the last one I'll cover of what I've been sent, but said, recently I came across your freelance advice videos on YouTube after looking for something to guide me in the right direction of becoming a freelance concept artist. Your videos, more specifically how to brand yourself so, she, so you can get more web design clients, helped me tremendously in figuring out how I should approach my brand, business, and what sort of content I should help create for the types of jobs I want. And so again, uh, I chose this one specifically because it talks about how to brand yourself and how to, the idea of how to approach your business. Because again, I think this is a something that a, a lot of web developers and web designers tend to brush aside and think's not as important. But you really do need to take some time and step back and think about who you are, what your brand is, what, what the result that you want to deliver ultimately is. Because so many developers and web designers go into it thinking they're going to do everything and wanting to, thinking they need to be a generalist and know all of these different things. And that's simply not true because there's a lot of those things you're going to hate doing. There's a lot of those things you're not going to be that great at. And that's okay. There's a lot of things that I am not great at. 
In fact, there's a lot of things I'm horrible at, but there's a very few specific set of things that I'm really good at. And so I do those things over and over and over again. And I've taken the time to step back and actually think about that. Think about what it is that I want to do. What do I want my brand to be? How do I want to project myself? And then how does that translate into the services I offer, the content I create, uh, and so forth. All right, so those are kind of the three that I've been sent. Now, I've got a ton of these, and that doesn't even include some of the the, the stories that I know of that haven't necessarily been sent to me in an email. So, for example, my little brother who had come to live with me for a couple months. He was about three and a half years through his uh, computer science degree. Really didn't feel like he knew everything he needed to in order to take clients and get hired and was kind of lost and was in a bad situation and came to live with me for a, a couple months. And when he was there, one of the things that I made him do was get on Elance and start taking clients. And I'll tell you, he was incredibly hesitant. He did not want to do it. He didn't feel he was ready. But I basically made him do it because I I knew from my own experience that once he did, that he was going to see that he was capable and it was going to be a transformation for him. This is, this is why I spend so much time talking about freelancing and elance and getting clients and so forth. I don't care if you're going to do that long term. I don't care if you want to be a freelancer long-term, if you want to get hired at a big tech company, if you want to build some sort of application, I recommend everybody spend some time freelancing because it gives you the confidence to know, to validate, to answer all the questions of, am I good enough? It gives you, it gives you that answer. It validates that you are. And so then you can move on from there, whichever path you want to go. And that's exactly what my little brother did. He started taking on clients on Elance. He realized, okay, yeah, I can do this. And then he decided, you know what? I want to go work for a really big tech company and see what I can do there. And so he went and applied at IBM. I don't know if he had never freelanced, if he ever would have had the courage to apply at IBM. I think most people, when they look at that, they just think, you know, if, they, if they're not just completely confident what they're doing, they think of a big tech company like IBM, like, oh, well, they'll, they'll never hire me. Now, there's probably some people who just do it anyway, but I don't know that he personally ever would have had the courage to do that. But having freelance and taking on clients and validating what he knew gave him the, the courage to do that, and he got hired. And a part of the reason he got hired is because he also had worked with clients and he knew how to talk to the people that were hiring him. So he got help in that regard. And then he was at IBM for a couple years and he was able to leverage that position into another position at a different company. And now he went from this struggling college student who was having a lot of issues financially and otherwise to a developer who was very confident in his skills, making a near six-figure income and working on some very big projects for some very big companies in the United States. I can't actually say the names of them, but if I said them, you would know them. And it was all because he took some time to validate his skills 
and become confident in himself. There's also uh, another lady who I've talked to back and forth online who prior to you know coming across some of the tutorials and some of the advice that I gave was uh, a stay-at-home mom and was running a in-home daycare and enjoyed it but I think you know if you asked her she would probably say that she was she was interested in doing some sort of job or having some sort of position outside the home and so she was pursuing web design web development and again it was one of those situations where she didn't think that she was good enough I remember when she was applying at the company that she ultimately got hired by she had messaged me a couple times and asked questions and most of the questions were based around her not believing she was good enough and you know, all I did, I didn't give her some magic technique for <laughs> dealing with interviews and so forth. I just told her to keep going, to be confident that if, you know, they, they've seen her resume, if they didn't think that she had the technical skills they needed, they wouldn't even be talking to her. And so to just go in there, be confident, know what you know and what you don't know, admit openly but make sure you tell them I'm willing to learn whatever. That's what 99% of entry-level jobs, that's what they want to hear. They know you don't know everything. They know when they hire a senior developer, that developer doesn't know everything. But they've seen your resume. They wouldn't be talking to you if they didn't think you have the technical skills. What they're looking for is how confident you are, how easy you are to work with. If you're willing to learn what you need to learn in order to do the job that, that they're going to ask you to do. That's what they're after. So you can do that. You can make that decision right now to do that. And so, you know, again, eventually she, she kept going through it. She got hired and I believe now is a ton more confident than she was before and is learning a ton as a part of, of her job. So again, another instance of someone who had set these barriers in front of them and then when she was able to, to break through them once, she realized that they were imaginary and she just kept going and going and going and was able to, to make that transformation in her life. Of course, my story is similar. Uh, I think a lot of people, I don't know, I... I Going by the way people ask me questions or talk to me, I assume this. I can't obviously speak for everybody, but people think that, you know, they see the YouTube channel and all the followers and the big email list and so forth and think that, you know, I'm just someone who, you know, has always been well known or, you know, someone who grew up in a family where tech was a big thing and I just learned this stuff, you know, growing up or, you know, they just, they tend to assume that this is just how it's always been for me and that nothing could be further from the truth. I didn't even start learning how to code until I was about 23 or 24 years old. Didn't even look at it or think about it until then. And before I started freelancing, I was a, <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassing, but I was a chicken cook at a pizza restaurant so I didn't even get to cook the main product <laughs> that's how 
bad it was. And I was making barely over minimum wage. And I was cooking chicken and cleaning grease traps all day. And I wanted to be a web designer and web developer. I had stumbled across it. I had messed with it. I liked doing it. I was teaching myself. And I wanted that to be my full-time job, but it wasn't. I was a chicken cook. And for a lot of years, I, I've talked about this before, I probably spent four or five years teaching myself how to code, thinking I needed to know everything, putting all these roadblocks in front of me, and I never took a single paid client. And I just sat there for four or five years just teaching myself how to code, but not really putting myself out there, ultimately because I was scared, because I think didn't think I knew enough because I wasn't confident in myself. Eventually, it was circumstances that forced me to go for it. Because I found myself in a bad position. I had very few options available to me. And so I essentially had to say, screw it. And I went for it. And... Wouldn't you know, I got my first client. I delivered the project for my first client. My first client was extreme. Well, I have to take that back. That wasn't my first client. That was my first client on, say, Elance. And I had attempted to take two clients before that and had an issue, had some issues and wasn't able to deliver the projects for those clients, which I learned a ton from. And then that's when I went on Elance and had a better idea of what I needed to do. So I took that client, was able to deliver, and that was a huge boost to my confidence. And I was able to, from that point forward, understand what I needed to do. And I really took off from there and had that transformation. So... You know, my story is similar to all of these other people's and maybe similar to yours, what your situation is now. And the biggest thing that I want to convey to you uh, and try to motivate you and, and help you to have self-confidence is you can do it. Even if, you know, like my first two projects, even if you fail, all I did in that instance, it didn't, it wasn't this big devastating thing. I told them the truth. I told them I wasn't going to be able to do it. I gave them everything I had created at that point. I gave them their money back and I moved on. And so even if you fail, you can still handle it. You can still move on. You just need to do right by people. I mean, don't screw people over. But you can learn from it and you can move on. And that's exactly what I did. And when I was able to finally get that first client uh, and deliver, it was a huge boost to my confidence and everything just kind of took off from there because I moved forward knowing, feeling confident, knowing exactly what I needed to do. So hopefully all of these stories can give you some insight and give you some motivation and self-confidence that you can do this. Like I've said, you're smart enough, you're good enough, you're capable, you can do this. Now again, that doesn't mean that there's not something to be said for how you approach it. And I spend a lot of time talking about that. But 
to be honest with you, it's really simple. It's not magic. It's not complex. It's really simple. Get people to trust you. That's it. And there's lots of different ways that you can do that. I talk about a ton of different ways that you can do that. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. Get people to trust you. That's what your portfolio's for. That's what a job history's for. That's what testimonials are for. That's what certifications are for. That's what a degree is for. And the one I thing I, I harp on the most, that's what creating content is for. So it's all out there. It's all available. You can do it. You are capable. There are no excuses. So get out there and get after it. All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the show. I hope that that resonates with you and hits home for you and has an effect on your life because I want to be reading your success story here after a little while. All right, so on that note... If you do have some sort of success story similar to these, I would love to hear it. I would love for you to send that to me, and that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me motivated is the stories that I hear from people having success. So if you have that, I would love to hear it. Now, if you'd like to do me a favor, uh, I would appreciate it. Every one of these episodes I do, I link to the podcast on iTunes where you can subscribe. And I would greatly appreciate it if you would go over there and leave me your honest feedback on iTunes. And, of course, I would love to have a bunch of raving five-star reviews, but I know that, you know, that may, that's probably not the case. There's probably people who, there's things about this podcast that you don't like. But regardless, I'd like to have your honest feedback. And I would like to have your rating over on iTunes simply because it'll help other developers who see the podcast know whether it's something that is worth it to them. So I would love for you to go over there, leave an honest rating, and then leave an honest review. What you like and what you don't like. That way people can read through it and see if it's something that's for them. And there's a bunch of honest reviews over there, not just a bunch of, oh, this guy's great and amazing, or this guy's the worst guy ever. But some actual pros and cons, honest reviews, and people can decide for themselves if they think that the podcast is worth listening to them. So, again, I'd love to hear your stories regardless. If you want to do me a favor, I'd appreciate it if you go over on iTunes and do that. Uh, that would be a big help to me. All right, so... Let me go ahead and wrap this baby up. Uh, if you have a question you'd like to ask me that I can answer for you specifically, you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash Cora and invite me to the question over there, and I will try to get it on the show. Or you can tweet me at JP Morris using the hashtag JMO I want to know, and I will try to answer the question there as well. If you haven't yet, then... I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. And if you know somebody who you think could benefit from this podcast, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with them, I'd really appreciate that as well. I would like to reach as many developers and designers as I can 
and give them some self-confidence and some motivation and give them the training and information they need and answer their questions. So if you know anybody like that, if you could share this with them, I'd greatly appreciate that. And if you'd like the podcast, if you could let me know by liking it wherever you're listening to it at, then I would appreciate that as well because that helps me to know what content you like and what content you don't. And I will tell you, I pay attention to it. There are podcasts, for example, that I put on YouTube that don't do that great. And that lets me know, okay, that topic is probably not something that people like as much. Same with SoundCloud, iTunes, and so forth. So definitely, if you liked it, be sure to like it so that I know. Because otherwise, I think you don't, and then I don't make podcasts around those topics as much. Right, so if you could do that for me, I'd appreciate it. And if you haven't yet, then you can head on over to johnmorrisonline.com and download my free cheat sheet, Seven Strategies to Turn Your Code into Cash, where I cover seven different ways that you can monetize your coding skills. I actually talked about three of them here, which are freelancing, uh, getting hired at a big tech company, and then building some sort of app or website. Uh, that you have some sort of that you sell or whatever those are three of seven and I cover all seven in the cheat sheet plus I tell you from my experience what you need to do inside of each one in order to have success and so that's free and that's over at johnmorrisonline.com you can download that for free over there all right everybody so I'll go ahead and wrap this up I want to thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time